Boom! Maryland lands two huge commitments. You are Locked On Turks, your daily podcast on the Maryland Turks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? I'm Trey Moore, video content creator for Inside Maryland Sports and 247 Sports and host of Locked on Terps, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. So thank you for making us part of your day. For all you everydayers that make Locked on Terps part of your day, I say thank you. And today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first time deposit matched up to a hundred dollars. Daily fantasy sports made easy. The Terps land a huge transfer in the transfer portal and cornerback Jalen Husky. I got the news this weekend, as a lot of you guys did, and but if you don't know, the Terps landed a big-time player in the transfer portal in Jalen Husky. Husky is a transfer from Bowling Green. Bowling Green's a very solid program. Definitely not a slouch program. There's definitely some really good football that goes on over there, but he is originally from Frederick, Maryland, and attended Quince Orchard Um a school that we recruit from, a school that has become a really solid program. I don't know if I'd say they're quite a powerhouse, but they're definitely a really good program. And I think we're kind of seeing this as a trend where Maryland players that may have not gotten recruited by Maryland right off coming out of high school, but maybe they have to go somewhere else. Maybe they have to go to a smaller school like Bowling Green or For example, like Tyrese Chambers, even though things didn't work out here, went to FIU. Maybe you have to go to a smaller school, but that's important that home state, dumb still being from Maryland, still can come back and help a lot for the Terps because usually they would love to come back home and play for the home team if they have broken out and have proven that they're a really good player. And that's exactly what Jalen Husky has done. He's, like I said, from Frederick, Maryland, attended Quince Orchard and did some really good things at Bowling Green, entered the transfer portal. Plenty of schools were looking at him, but he decided to come back home. That's why it's important to still build connection with recruits, still be Nice to recruit that you might not expect that is quite the Maryland on the Maryland type of level or at that Big Ten type of level. You never know when you might come around and you look at them in the next two years and they're in the transfer portal and they're one of the biggest players on the portal. So I think it's important to build that kind of connection because I think we're kind of seeing that as a trend for the Terps. Kids that maybe didn't have Maryland coming out of high school, but we can still get them down the road if they end up developing and proving everyone wrong that they can play big time college football at the highest level. But he also had other offers out of high school like Duke, Marshall, Navy, UMass. So this kid was no slouch coming out of high school, but he did decide to go to Bowling Green. And another point I want to make about high school before I start talking about his college stats, which are really impressive. He played cornerback and wide receiver in high school, which I thought is interesting. Of course, now, like I said, he's a cornerback and 
we need a lot of help in the quarterback room. We'll talk about that. But I think playing wide receiver in college actually helps these guys a lot because they kind of understand how the wide receiver position works, how those guys want to attack the cornerback, how they want to attack press coverage, how those guys want to attack zone coverage, all those kind of nuances that maybe you don't you don't learn as much or you don't understand as much because you're playing cornerback and learning the position of cornerback. When you played both wide receiver and corner, you can pick up tendencies of wide receivers easier. You can pick up trends and what they like to do easier as a cornerback. So I think playing wide receiver in college has really helped him and especially helped his ball skills because he was making plays all over the place last year for Bowling Green. This isn't some guy that we just picked up. This guy was making huge plays, and he statistically had a great season last year in the MAC Conference, which is a very solid conference. Some other teams in the conference include Buffalo, Ohio, Toledo, Central Michigan. So it's not like he's making plays against guys that just aren't good. This is a very solid Division One conference Um. It's not a Power 5 conference, but it's still very solid. And for him to be first-team all-conference and in that conference is a, definitely a huge accomplishment for him. And don't remember, I mean, don't forget, this kid is just a sophomore, so he still has two more years of eligibility. So it's not like this guy's like a senior and he's coming to be a grad student. No, he was first-team all-conference as just a sophomore in this conference. So Jalen Husky definitely can make plays. But like I said, let's get back to those ball skills that I said I think he kind of developed while he was playing wide receiver and cornerback at high school at Quince Orchard. I think he's developed some ball skills because statistically last year, four interceptions, six pass breakups, 52 tackles, started all 12 games. So I can't wait to crack open the film. Hopefully there's some video that I can find to really get into his game and to really understand him as a player. But statistically, he put up a big season, like I said, those four interceptions. So he's definitely a ball hawk, definitely wants to make plays on the ball. And we love guys like that. We love guys that can create turnovers. Last year, we did a really good job at times of creating turnovers. I remember the first part of the year when we were like 3-0, and 4-0, whatever. We were top of the country in turnovers. Our turnover margin was crazy. It definitely slowed down in terms of turnover margin. We started turning over the ball a lot more. But we love guys that can turn over the ball because we know in the Big Ten with Washington, UCLA coming in, Oregon coming in, and still all the big dogs, Ohio State, Michigan, all the big guys, Penn State, you got to create turnovers sometimes. You got to create different make difference making plays like that on defense and a guy like this Jalen Husky guy that's going to be able to break passes up but more importantly get a couple of interceptions like we saw from Tarheeb still this year um we know that Husky I think is going to be able to do that and he proved to be able to do that against Michigan if you didn't know which you probably didn't he intercepted JJ McCarthy and we know one thing about JJ McCarthy JJ McCarthy rarely ever throws picks he did throw one against us last year um, or this year, I guess you still will count it. We still got a bowl game. We're still in this year. He did have a pick this year against us, but JJ McCarthy, it's hard to get him to throw interceptions because of how there's not a lot of pressure on him, how good their run game is, how good their offensive line game is. He's rarely under pressure, so he doesn't throw very many picks. He's kind of able to make good decisions, but Jalen Husky was able to get an interception 
off of J.J. McCarthy. So I know a lot of you guys are going to love that, but definitely a ball hawk. But why is this such a huge pickup? The number one reason I think this is such a huge pickup is because look at what we're losing overall in the secondary. We are losing a lot of talent, a lot of starters, a lot of backup players that we expected to kind of move into that starting role next year in the secondary. I thought the secondary honestly was a strength of our team last year. I thought we had one of the better secondaries in the Big Ten on paper. Sometimes it didn't perform up to that, but sometimes it definitely did. But we we lose some big-time players, like I said, in the secondary. So Jalen Husky could realistically come in and start. I think that's kind of the plan for him. Um, we're going to see it on the field. Hopefully he's not a disappointment, which I don't expect him to be. He seems like a hard worker. But let's get into that talent we lose in the secondary. Tarheeb still, second team all Big Ten. One of the best cornerbacks in the conference has been playing at Maryland since he's been a freshman, is entering the NFL draft. And we know how good Tarheeb still was and the versatility he brought two years ago. He played um, on the inside. He played slot cornerback, did a great job there for us. This year he played outside and was second team all Big Ten. Multiple interceptions, won us a game against Nebraska, an ugly game that I didn't think we were going to win. Tarheeb still was the real deal in that secondary for us. But I think Jalen Husky kind of brings some of that similar kind of playmaking ability that we saw from Tarheeb still when he had a game with multiple interceptions. I think Jalen Husky can bring some of that. We'll see if the interception numbers translate over to the Big Ten. But I do expect him to make some plays. But we also lose some guys in the transfer portal that we expected to kind of step up into the new role, into – Playing a lot for us to potentially be starters next year. Obviously, got to fight it out, see what happens. But we lost Gavin Gibson, who is young, only sophomore. I thought maybe he could step up next year and take the role in the secondary. But he's out. He's in the transfer portal. And then Corey Coley is gone. He's in the transfer portal. Corey Coley, we've been waiting and waiting kind of for him to take a starting spot in the quarterback room. And realistically, he did have a shot next year, but I've never been overly impressed with his play. I think he's been kind of up and down when he's played a lot, but we lose him. He's He was expected to have some type of impact next year in the quarterback room, maybe be a potential starter on one of the sides. So we lose two of those guys, and of course we lose Tarheeb still off to the draft. And then we also just lose other talent in the secondary, like Bo Braid, our starting safety, is going to go off to the NFL, and I think he'll definitely get drafted. So there's a lot of talent we lose in the secondary. So picking up Jalen Husky is extremely important to start to replenish this roster to start to replenish what we've lost in the transfer portal so we can go into next year, feel comfortable, feel like we got a good roster going on because there's going to be plenty to kind of replenish to see what we can do in the transfer portal because we do lose a lot this year from, I think, Coach Loxley's best team yet. But Jalen Husky wasn't the only player that Maryland received a commitment from. Maryland received another big-time recruit to add to their secondary. I'll tell you about him after this ad from eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience is what brings home the winning trophy and is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, 
LED headlights, and more. Whether you're in a speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number ride, number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. The Terps land another big-time recruit in the secondary and Shamar McIntosh, a three-star safety from St. John's in D.C. If you guys are not familiar with St. John's in D.C., it's the same school that Rakeem Jarrett went to. I know you guys all know Rakeem Jarrett, current Bucks wide receiver, but Maryland, former Maryland Terrapin wide receiver, one of the highest recruits that we have ever received five-star coming out of high school when Coach Loxley was able to flip Rakeem Jarrett from LSU to Maryland. Still pretty sick that he was able to do that. And also Colby McDonald went to St. John's in D.C., a very solid a very solid um, football school, a very solid overall program. And was it's St. John's in the WCAC, which is one of the best – Football, basketball conferences in the country. It's the best conference for high school talent in the DMV area. There's other schools, multiple powerhouses, including Gonzaga, St. John's, of course, like I just mentioned, he went to. DeMatha, Good Council, all high-level schools, and we recruit big time from the WCAC, whether it's football, whether it's basketball. That's a huge conference that we recruit from right in the DMV, like I said, and he was first team all WCAC. He's ranked as the seventh player in DC. The number one safety in DC, Shamar, is, and it's important for us to get these local prospects, these WCAC guys, because we know that a lot of these guys go all over the country, Alabama, the Georgias, the Texases of the world, all those big-time programs, Clemson, whoever, Notre Dame, all those programs come into the WCAC and the DMV to recruit big-time, especially football, basketball, all the basketball powerhouses too, Duke, Kentucky, whatever. They all come into this league. So landing players in the WCAC that are highly recruited, really good players like this guy is, like Shamar is. This guy's a really good player. I'll get into that a little bit more. But landing those local guys, we know all of the Maryland fans, all the Maryland media, all the coaches in the Maryland staff know how important it is to land the guys in the DMV because that's where we're going to do most of our recruiting this year. Over 50% of our roster was from the DMV. Like I said with Jalen Husky, even if those guys don't commit right out of high school to Maryland, there's definitely a chance they make their way back around through the transfer portal. But it's extremely important to continue to land these guys in the DMV because this is our home. This is a hotbed for recruits. And if we're just able to land the high 
high-level guys in the DMV, we can really do some things. And we've struggled to get the best guys all the time in the DMV, especially for football, to get the top-end talent. And even in basketball, we struggled, even though we did it last year with um, Jamie Kaiser, Jonathan, and Deshaun Harris-Smith. But it's important to be able to keep these guys in the DMV. But on the field, this guy is perfect for Maryland. I'm good. This is one of my favorite um, recruits in the 2024 class. I cracked open the huddle film. I watched it. This guy is exactly what we kind of want. He might even be kind of underrated as a recruit. I know he's just a three-star, but if you turn on the tape, if they said he was a four-star, I wouldn't have said anything because this guy is high level. He's got the right size, prototypical size at 6'2", 200 pounds. That's half the battle right there. You need the size to play at this level. Usually they kind of give out stars based on a lot of it's based on your size and your traits that you have. And this guy has some size and traits at 6'2", 200 pounds. He's strong. And he held, he held other big-time offers from Boston College, West Virginia, Pitt, Tennessee, Rutgers. So he definitely had some other big-time programs, but luckily we were able to beat out some of those guys, especially like Rutgers, since those are Rutgers we have played every year in the Big Ten. Last game of the season, we play them on rivalry week. I don't really say they're a rival, but it's still important for us to beat out Rutgers for a guy. But watch the film. Link him up. Look up Shamar on, um, on Huddle on the internet. It will come up. He has got some nice plays on tape he's a playmaker on the ball that's one thing for sure he's going to make plays on the ball he's a ball hawk he's got good range and good size at 6'2 200 pounds but he can also come up and hit in the run game and play in the box he's got that frame where he's going to be able to be really strong but He's also, he looked fast on film too. He looked explosive on film, but he definitely looked like a smart player, looked like he had high IQ, looked like he had really good instincts as a player, did a great job of reading the quarterback eyes and anticipating passes. But another thing that I think is important is he had a couple plays on special teams on his huddle film. So if he doesn't play right away, which I don't expect him to play as a freshman, but I do expect this guy to be a starter down the line. I think he's that type of player. I think he'll definitely be a player and a starter down the line, maybe as a sophomore. But I don't expect him to play as a, a freshman next year because of Dante Trader's back. And I don't know exactly who's going to fill that second safety spot. Maybe the guy that we're going to talk about in a second. But I do expect him to be a starter down the road and maybe take over for Dante once Dante is gone. But he plays special teams. So he can get on the field right away on kickoffs, punts, whatever. He can play right away, which is extremely important if the staff decides they want to put him back there. But I think what really excites me the most about this is you guys are should all be familiar with Brandon Jacobs. Jacobs is a four-star recruit in our 2024 class who's also a safety product. They're both similar guys, both rangy. Both guys are 6'2". And Shamar plus Brandon Jacobs, I think, is our future safety duo 
Right now, of course, it's Bo Braid and Dante Trader. But I think once Dante's gone and, of course, Bo's gone this year, I think this is the future of the secondary. I think these two guys are going to be running around, making plays. Brandon Jacob has a chance. I don't know how exactly the depth chart's going to play out, but Brandon Jacobs I expect to be on the field next year because of how – talented he has top three under recruit and then i wouldn't be expect if sophomore year we got two sophomores starting at safety in this shamar kid that we just picked up and brandon jacobs back there i think that would be awesome safety deal to have i think we've done a good job recruiting in the 2024 class like i said we lose bo bray so it's important to start recruiting these guys you got to start bringing in guys to replace because dante trader is not going to be here forever forever either but i do think these two can be a really good safety duo i want to read a quote of what shamar said about coach loxley i love the coaching staff here shamar said coach lox is the type of coach i want to play for because not only does he want to see me succeed on the football field but he also wants me to succeed off the football Field. I think that's a constant theme we're kind of seeing with what people say about Coach Loxley is he cares about these guys off the field. He really does. He wants these guys to succeed. He wants these guys to be really great young men, most importantly, as they grow up. Obviously, great football players. But I think we've kind of seen that as Coach Loxley. I think that's kind of the family dynamic that Coach Loxley is building. But I'm happy that we landed this guy, Shamar. I think he's going to be a great player. Like I said, go watch the film. He does some really impressive things overall. The Maryland basketball class, could they finally get a commitment? I'll tell you about a kid that might commit soon to the Terrapins 2024 class after this ad from Prize Picks. Testing my skills on prize picks this football season is the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. If you have the skills, you could turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Prize picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. We are the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on and use code locked on college for first time deposit. As we know, the Terps 2024 class is quite dry and we need a commitment sooner rather than later. And one might be coming from Malachi Palmer, four star shooting. Gar could be making his announcement soon out of Baltimore, Maryland, attends Mount Zion. Perhaps looks like Maryland is the favorite right now. We'll see how things start to develop and see how things start to trend. We thought Maryland was the favorite for Matthew Hodge. We thought Maryland was the favorite for other players, but we've missed out on a lot. The more and more I think about it, if we're not able to land this guy, I don't know what's going on with the Derek Derek Queen situation. Some people think he's going to make his announcement sooner rather than later. Some people think it might not be for a while, but we need this guy, Malachi Palmer. He's a really good player, too. He's 6'5", 185, and I like this kid's game a lot. Three-level score. Most importantly, he can shoot. And everybody knows we need shooting in the worst way possible. We're one of the worst Power 5 teams at shooting the three ball right now. But this kid, Malachi Palmer, 
can shoot. He can get to the basket. He can finish with both hands. He's the type of guy that can be like a four-year player but can play all four years, play right away as a freshman, get time, and really – and develop into one of the better players in the Big Ten. I don't think he's like a one-and-done or anything. He's not like a freakish athlete or anything, but this guy can score the ball. He can do some really good things overall, and I think we we need to land somebody in the 2024 class, and it starts with this. And I know that the Maryland staff is trying. They're pushing, and it doesn't help that we haven't looked the best on the court this year, especially for a guy like Derek Queen. He's looking at production on the court, and when we haven't played our best yet, it's hard to land guys like this, but – his jump shot definitely looks clean, and he looks wired to score the ball. So I think that's the type of player that we kind of want in Malachi Palmer. So hopefully a commitment comes soon for Maryland basketball's 2024 class. But thank you for listening to Locked on Terps. Make sure you like and subscribe. We're here every day talking Maryland football and basketball. So make sure you like and subscribe. And thank you for listening to Locked on Terps.